welcome back to a new podcast here at Nick at Night. I'm your host, Colin, along with Jenna Hadley, Dan Jacobson, and I am Paul Hadler. And uh, today we have some of our tenured teachers here at Nicolet High School. So, kind of got you into teaching. I guess I'm taking this one first, huh? You go hey, first. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. Back when I was in high school, as a sophomore, we had a career unit, like you know, a lot of schools do. And originally, I wanted to be a sports journalist. Okay. Very involved in the sports itself, and then yeah. I, you know, wanted to write. And at some point, my senior year, I was like, you know what? That's not going to be my career path. And I had an older brother that was a teacher and a coach, and I know I wanted to help, uh, you know, young people, and I wanted to coach. And I knew teaching was a good path for that. So decided in my senior year I wanted to be a teacher and a coach and basically stuck with it all the way through. Wow, and here we are. That's pretty cool about you, Mr. Jacobson. I have the opposite. Opposite, okay. Um, when I left high school, I had no desire to be a teacher. It was the last thing that I thought I would do. Um, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. All right. So I went out to the University of Arizona to be an entrepreneur or be in the program. And after about a year, uh, about three semesters, I said, I still want to be an entrepreneur. I don't want that degree, though. Uh, went into different business programs and then radio, television, broadcasting. I didn't want to write. I wanted right. to broadcast baseball. Mm -hmm. And left that and then got a job as a tutor at a high school across the street from, the, from campus. Enjoyed it. People said I was good at it. So I switched majors into education and enjoyed it. That's, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Mr. Shen, so uh, you guys have been here for a while now. Is there uh, any uh, any great memory you've had in the past? What a few years you've been here? Is favorite year you've had? I'll, go, I'll take this one. Yeah, you go first. So I've been here for thirty-three. Okay. Oh. The first four, I think it's the first four. I was a substitute teacher. Either three or four, and then the last one or two. Or the next one or two, I was a, uh, an aide, paraprofessional uh, in the uh, special ed department. Mm -hmm. And then the year Paul came in, Mr. Hep came in, there were two job openings. So we both got that. So classroom 27? 28 now. 28. So 28 in the classroom and then five four or five before that. So that's my 33 years. Favorite years, there's, both of my kids went here, so it's oh kind of wow. fun when, yeah. they, when they, um, I, I enjoyed having my daughter in class. Okay. And I coached her in volleyball. Uh, my son did not want to take any of my classes. Um, <laughs> and he's, he was in fear. Okay. And I, so I, um, I, I, you know, honestly, for coaching, there were years like we, successful in volleyball. I was also an assistant basketball coach on girls and three years we went to state. That was, but it's more of the people that I've met. Right. Those are, you know, the colleagues, the people I've worked with, the students that I've had, that's the stronger memories than like an entire school year. Oh, that's great to hear. Did, so when you, uh, when you applied, uh, was it just Nicolet that you applied to? Is there other school districts that you When liked? I got here, when I left Arizona and came back, I applied at multiple schools. I came back, I grew up here, okay. went to Whitefish Bay, um, and was an MPS before that. Um, 
I knew I wanted to teach at Nicolay. That was the main reason I came back. Mm -hmm. uh, but they weren't hiring, so I applied at Bay, Homestead, Shorewood, right. Grafton, and there just weren't that many job openings. Um, so I started working and coaching at Nicolay, and so there were other places, but nobody was hiring. All right. So I'm here. Oh, it's great to have you here. Wonderful to you, Uh To go back to your original uh, question regarding memories, I mean, it's hard. I mean, 28 years to narrow down to, like he said, one year, a couple years, even, you know, a top 10 memory list is, is tough to do. And it is, it's those relationships, you know, the, the colleagues, the people in your department, people on the staff, uh, students. And I think some of my best memories are actually the memories that are, if this makes sense, actually made after students have departed here. Mm -hmm. And then they either come back to see you here or maybe mm -hmm. you run into them in the community and then you can kind of see where they are in life and the successes that they've had. And you know that maybe you helped maybe play a small role in that. And Nicolay obviously played a fairly significant role. So those are the kind of things that you, you really kind of you know, think about and stand out. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, uh, that's wonderful to hear. So you both have been coaches here at Nicolay currently. And uh, is there a sports team like, what got you into wanting to be a coach? Uh, again, so I go back to my youth. I mean, I played, I, I'm the youngest of five in my family, four boys. All of us played three sports, basketball, uh, baseball, football, growing up from, you know, being, you know, little kids all the way through high school. Played uh, college basketball for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was just in, in my blood that I wanted to coach. And again, you know, I kind of looked at one of my older brothers that was a, a football coach. And uh, when I got into uh, college, uh, so kind of a silver lining, I had the misfortune of actually tearing up my knee a couple years in a row, and it, and it prematurely ended my playing career. But what it did is it kind of uh, pushed a little fast forward on my coaching career, and I had, had the opportunity to actually then coach even while I was still in college with our men's college team. And then that really kind of gave me a lot of experience and kind of the want to be a coach. And, uh, you know, when I got a teaching job right away, my first teaching job wasn't here, and but I, you know, I wanted a coach that I was football and basketball as an assistant. And then shortly thereafter, I was able to get a head coaching job on the other side of the state, was there for two years. And I've been here for 28 years. And uh, I did the coaching thing for 21. And I give this guy a lot of credit for being 30 plus now. Mm -hmm. I mean, the time, the sacrifice that you have to give, but uh, it, it's definitely worth it. What about you? So I started coaching um, when I was 19. Um, I was coaching club team, um, a club volleyball team um, during the summer. And then when I went back to Arizona, um, I had played uh, for the University of Arizona, played volleyball for two years and then was done. And some friends had formed a club team and said, hey, would you want to coach? Sure. So we did that. And then I, when I got here, I was um, hired to be, I applied for the boys JV volleyball position and a good friend of mine was the head coach and another very good friend of mine was also up for the same job mm -hmm. he got the job I didn't mm -hmm. and then an athletic director Mr. Wolf called me and said well sorry you didn't get the job but would you want to coach freshman girls volleyball I've never coached girls I have no idea sure <laughs> and he said do you want to coach ba girls basketball the head coach is in the next room why don't you go talk to him so in a matter of 45 minutes, I became a coach of two sports. Wow. wow. Um, 
and you know there have been ups and downs um, as a basketball coach, not nearly as successful as Coach Hep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I was talking about this yesterday. Uh, the very first year I coached girls basketball was a JV team, and we won ten games. Mm-hmm. In the next, I think I coached for seventeen years, fifteen, seventeen, somewhere in there. In the next, um, let's say fifteen, sixteen seasons, I think I won a total of fifty. Wow! So I think wow. eighteen years and like sixty wins. So <laughs> we weren't terribly <laughs> successful. The varsity was very successful. Volleyball, I took over a program that wasn't very successful and helped build mm-hmm. that. I was also, pr- before that, I was a head coach at Whitefish Bay High School. Okay. Um, and, and for the, the coaching part, like, like uh, Paul was saying, is that, you know, the relationships that you build, I've gone to weddings, you know, that my players uh, were in. I'm coaching second generation. I've gone coaching daughters of, you know, oh. uh, I coach their moms now. Um <laughs> You know, and one thing, uh, in 2001, one of our players passed away. Um, that's why we have the Brittany Giddle mm-hmm. um, Foundation and Fund, and we do the three-on-three basketball tournament in, in her memory. And it's one of the things I'm really proud of. It's become Nick Blay's largest scholarship. That's so wonderful. So we've brought in about $375,000. Wow. And we've given out about close, probably over 200000 in the wow. last 22 years uh, in scholarship money. Uh, that's so wonderful. That's pretty cool. Wow. So if I could jump in real yeah. quick. So we've never actually coached together, mm-hmm. but there was one time we came this close. <laughs> there was a, a job opening for uh, it was freshman uh, girls softball. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, how about we co-coach, you know? And we, yeah, we talked about it. We thought that'd be a good idea. And we actually had the interview set up, and we were literally walking to the room where the interview was going to happen. And about halfway there, I'm like, you know, I don't think I want a co-coach. I think I'm good. <laughs> and I, 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 I turned left. I turned left. He kept on walking. We were one <laughs> step away from the from the room where the, where the interview was going to be held. And just like, I, I, uh, Literally, I went, I took one step into the room, and he took one step to the left. He, he zigged, I zigged. And, and I forgot, I coached softball for a year. <laughs> <laughs> I coached softball for a year also. Wow. So... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, go I, on. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. For that. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to a, applying to Nicolay, was there a job position that you wanted? I, is, I mean, yeah, I mean, his is different because he was recruited to be here. <laughs> well, and, and, and I knew people that would that definitely help too. So kind of to make a long story short is that I was, I was pretty young. I was about 25 years old. And I was uh, teaching and coaching over by Platteville in a very small school. And I was doing basketball camps at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. And one of the other coaches there was a Nicolay grad, Brian Hecker. Mm-hmm. And his mother, Fern, was a longtime uh, employee here, a uh, district assistant to the superintendent. And so I got to know him very well. And the job for the basketball coach came open. And he told me at the time, so this is in the summer, early summer of 1995. And he's like, hey, throw your name in there. And at that time, I mean, I grew up in a small town outside of Madison. I loved Madison area. And that was kind of my game plan in life was just to kind of be around Madison. And I really didn't know anything about Milwaukee. I mean, the only time I ever came to the Milwaukee area growing up was basically to go to a Birds game or a Bucks game. That, that was about it. So I really had no desire to, to move to this area. But then the more I talked to my friend Brian, 
more I, homework I did and kind of investigated, I'm like, you know what? And even though I didn't live in, in Milwaukee, I knew the academic reputation of Nicolay. I mean, that's known throughout the state. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. And I threw my name in. And, you know, obviously I got recommendations from Brian and his mom that helped. And then one of my high school teachers, a guy named Gary Stressman, I had him for science one year way back when, when I was at Randolph uh, High School in uh, my small town. And he was working here as a mm -hmm. science teacher and had been here for a number of years. And I called him up, and th that's why I always tell the students, I mean, you never know who you're going to run across, whose paths yeah. you're going to cross again in life. And you always want to leave good you know, impressions. You don't want to burn bridges. And I called him up. I said, Mr. Stressman, you remember me? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to apply for a job. Do you think you can maybe you know, get me a, you know, put my name in to help me get an interview? Because, I mean, that's part of it. you got to be able to get the interview in order to get the job. And he was willing to do that. And between having kind of those connections, it got my foot in the door a little bit. And luckily, I was uh, able to get the job. That's great. So for somebody that is interested in teaching, looking going into teaching, what are some quality traits that an employer might look for? Well, you know, and what we talk about, Colin, in class a little bit with hard skills versus soft skills. You know, obviously, you need certain hard skills to teach. Mm -hmm. But it's the soft skills, you know, the, the, the people skills, the communication skills, uh, basically kind of that the, the flexibility mm -hmm. that we need to have here. And, you know, I always tell people that aren't in education, you think about it. We're in a profession. Is there anything else like it on the planet where we meet multiple times a week with the same group of people? And you may have 20, 25, you know, 30 people that you see on a regular basis. And, you know, the thing is, you know, some kids aren't having a good day and you got to be okay with that. And we always got to kind of have that face on that we're having a good day no matter what. And so, I mean, it's, it's a combination of things. I mean, there's not any one thing to get back to your, to your question, but I mean, you got to have, you got to have a whole tool, you know, toolbox of a, a, a lot of skills, but a lot of them are those soft skills that we talk about. Okay. That's I, I think, um, being patient um, and knowing, like Paul just said, that no matter what kind of day we're having, mm -hmm. no matter what's going on at home, no matter, you know, with your kids or with your, you know, parents' age or anything that's happening in our private lives, that has to get put, put uh, away. Put away. Right. And you have to present. Got to focus on the job, right? Yeah. And you have to manage 25 to 30 different personalities. Right. Also knowing that it might be 90 personalities because we know in 45 minutes, <laughs> either one of you might have three different personalities coming out. You may ha be happy, sad, and then tired. Right. Okay. Or in whatever order. Right. Or all of a sudden drama happens. And we have to manage people. We have to teach a subject and, and a curriculum, right. um, and we have to make it so that it is interesting in some way, shape, or form. Um, you know, if someone said, "What you know, the most important skill?" I would said, "You can't have one. It's just not one skill." Right. Um, you have to be willing to live your life by a bell and have that kind of structure. Um, we've got friends aren't teachers mm -hmm. and they can go and take an hour and a half for a lunch and they're going to have to be done eating in 20 minutes. Right. 
they can use the restroom whenever they want. Right. I mean, it's all of that. And um, I was talking to a, a college student who was observing my class yesterday that my, the best advice I could give him was, if you are not 100% sure that you want to do this, don't. It's too difficult. Um, if you're doing it right, you are invested in, in your school, you're invested into your kids. If you can't do that, go do something else. Wow. Uh, wow, that <laughs> I appreciate you yeah, sharing that. Yeah. And uh, so with Nicolay changing, the renovations coming up, is there anything that you're looking forward to? Is any classrooms changing? Are you moving to a, to a different well, area? A jacuzzi being built in the uh, <laughs> social studies office. We've been working on that for 25 years. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Take the breaks during lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so, I think we're just going to get paint, paint and closets, maybe. A little cosmetic work in the social studies. So we're not really even being displaced for very long. Neither one of us is going to be here for much longer. Like okay. I'm, I'm 90 percent sure that I'll retire after next year. Okay. And then. He'll probably go and yeah. come after that. Two to three, yeah. Yeah. So I'll still continue to coach here, so I'll see some of it. But it'll be, you know, I think next year for all of us, like, it, it is going to be really difficult. Just coming back from spring break. Right. When yeah. the ceiling tiles are down, mm -hmm. and, you know, fake walls built to... You know, it's going to be a mess, a mess, right. you know, and there'll be dust everywhere. It's going to be noisy. Um, people are going to be, you know, really confined to some small spaces while we're moving mm -hmm. in between classes. Um, people will be late. You know, it's going to be everybody's going to have to really just work together to make this work. All right. So, Jenna, is there anything you'd like to add? No. I mean, well, it's just really interesting. Like, you guys have been here for so long and, like... Forever. Yeah. I think that's really interesting that you, like, haven't, like, not in a bad way, but, like, gotten bored of Nicolay. Like, it's cool that um, you guys are so connected to the school and, like, like it so much that you decided to stick with us. And yeah. And, you know, and we've been, you know, mm -hmm. really close friends for over 25 years. Yeah. We've traveled to Washington, D.C. together. We've taken kids there. Um, you know, I think wherever you go to work, I, I think it's, it's got to be the job, but it also has to be the people you work with. Yeah, for sure. I, I have friends that hate their job. They mm -hmm. make great money. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who's in sales. He makes over half a million dollars a year. Mm -hmm. And five days a week, he's miserable days a week he's happy <laughs> because he's got a boat and jet skis right but if it's raining out and he can't use his boat or his jet skis what are you gonna do right but for 50 to 60 hours a week he's miserable yeah, yeah. and I don't know how you do that <laughs> that has to be rough for us yeah I would say you know that there are very few days that we're not happy to be here. There might be moments, but, and I've always said, I don't know about Paul, but I've always said, rarely have I ever said I'm going to work. I said I'm going to school. And <laughs> that's the only thing, because you went into it right after college, right? Mm -hmm. So I've 
been, I'm older than him, but I've been in school for 52 consecutive years. Whoa. That's <laughs> crazy. Because I started when I was four. Yeah. Right. And I've been in school, you know, all through high school, all through college, college right here. For 50, fi I'm 56, so 52 years. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 30, 30 years is a, is a long time. And uh, so uh, <laughs> how do you... Um, with all these, like, you saying that you might retire here pretty soon, is it very nostalgic for you, all these 30 years? I mean, it's a very long time. I can't, yeah. haven't it been alive for 30 years. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? 18. 18, okay. Um, so the, it, the, it, the day, so I know, sometimes I, you think that, like, the days can be long, but the years are short. Right. Um, it can just in a snap it, it goes um, I mean how long has your four is it does it seem like you've been you guys have been here for four years I've been here for two okay uh, I'm your sophomore. yeah okay so I'm really a senior good. so four years I mean has it gone quickly very fast yeah but there have been days that feel like my god this is never gonna end right 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 but the years themselves just mm -hmm. fly by yeah um, I get I'm a little nostalgic for it. There are, you know, people from our department that we talk about and nobody else has ever heard of them. <laughs> um, things that have happened here um, that nobody else really knows about. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's, when you start looking back at it, it's a little surreal. Like, okay, right. this is what I chose to do. There are very few people these days who stick for one job. Right. 33 years it's for 30 years so you both were here for the flood in 2010 so <laughs> the great Nicolay flood so tell me about that because I believe school started later <laughs> yeah I, I remember the day I mean it was July 22nd yeah, the big flood oh. and I mean if, if you guys don't know the details I mean literally the horseshoe area up front there was water all the way up four feet high in the front door uh, basically, anywhere there was on the, on the bottom two levels. So the upper half wind didn't get touched, obviously, but everything else had water damage. Huh. And we were forbidden to come into campus uh, all the way until two days before school started. And you're right, school got pushed back two and a half weeks. And they kinda, we kind of used uh, Cardinal Stretch as a kind of a base camp for all things at that particular point. The administration mm -hmm. was set up there, the business office. If any other kind of work had to be done, it had to be done out of there. And so when we came in two days before school started, everything was boxed up. If they didn't throw it away, everything, I mean, and when we say everything, every single thing was in a box. Wow. That would have been a great time to retire, actually. <laughs> they had it all packed in place, right? Wow. But uh, so that was weird. So you came into your classroom, you came into your office, everything is boxed up, so you had to go through everything. Right. All right, is this something I want to keep? Is this something I'm going to pitch? Um, I didn't do a very good job on the pitching part. <laughs> He's still living out of box. Yeah. Wow. So, but the idea is then, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a, a, a surreal kind of beginning of the year. Uh, it was kind of odd just not having school while all the other schools were going to school. And then it was tough, though, for, like, the kids in athletics because volleyball is still I going was, on. I was coaching. I had to go coach at um, university You school. know, football is still going on, all these practices are still happening. So th th that was a little bit more of a challenge from on that end. Wow. Well, we are going to wrap up our podcast today so thank you for yeah, thank you for yeah. being yeah, here thanks, thanks thank for inviting us yeah mm -hmm. yeah my pleasure 
Thank you. Thanks.